This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. You are listening to the Blockade Pinball Podcast. I am your host, Chris Freebus, aka Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. Hello. Howdy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's Monday, not Sunday today. Well, it's your Monday, it's my Sunday, but it doesn't yeah, matter because we have tomorrow off anyway for uh, Martin Luther King Day. Oh, right. Not that you'll be able to enjoy it because everything's still closed. No, but... everything's always open. <laughs> uh, no, well, I'm talking about all the natural places and government places. Oh, those things. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, you know, that's what happens when you have a government shutdown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyhow. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. That's no. all boring stuff. We don't want to deal with that. Incredibly boring. <laughs> Especially for somebody that's not American. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I do want to say, I am fascinated by the fact, that because these conversations happen uh, over on Digital Pinball Fans a lot in the kind of a, mm-hmm. our random thread stuff, where other countries seem to know more about what's going on than we do. <laughs> it's, it's quite well, fascinating. I don't know squat about what's going on in any other country. I barely, you know, it's hard enough keeping track of what's going on on my own. And yet, there's people that just know, like they're pulling stuff like deep pulls. I'm like, what the heck? Are you just like utterly fascinated with us? I don't get it. So anyway. uh, that's weird. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to that extent. I just see what I see on my Google News feed. And that's all. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, what to know. <laughs> So we're, we're going to jump right into uh, the action here. So here's the question, Jared. Do you want to mm-hmm. start with... Actually, I know what we're going to start with. But you can mm-hmm. think about this. You get to yeah. think about, do you want to start with digital pinball or real pinball? Those are your choices. But what we're going to first start with, we mentioned, uh, I think last podcast, we are like, hey, what the hell's up with Arcuda? We haven't heard from them in a while. Yeah, true. Well, if we had been on their pre-order list for a cabinet, we would be getting notifications. Mm. Uh, neither of us are on that, so we don't get the notifications. Um, <laughs> so I reached out uh, to our contact at Arcuda, and I was like, hey, you know, what's going on? Is there anything to announce or whatever? And basically the word was they're kind of taking a low profile regarding the cabinets um, until they are actually in production, which they're saying is really, really close to happening. Um, right. But there is no point anymore of kind of announcing stuff for a product that you still wouldn't be able to buy because they basically got everybody that was going to buy pre-ordered. Commit. Yeah, exactly. So now it's just a matter of, Hey, we'll announce, we'll make the, you know, the big show of things when we actually have a product and that people can then go, yes, I want to buy now. And then they'll be arriving. So and then they that was, just that. yeah, <laughs> but they did make announcement uh, on Twitter. is where I saw it regarding their touch wizard, which is a 19 inch screen touch screen basically your bar top gaming device. Um, and they were an Android touchscreen, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, it is yeah. Android. So basically any game that you can play on Android, you'll be able to play on this. It's got a joystick. It's got the buttons. Um, and then it also has flipper buttons on the side because you can also play pinball arcade. And hmm. as is the case with what they were doing with the Arcuda cabinets, they made some pre-purchases of that, block of 76 tables that you no longer can play in TPA. Mm. <laughs> and it's going to be, available. yeah, it's available on this, obviously in limited numbers. Um, yeah. Because once they sell out of that software package, it's, it's gone. gone. Um, 
There is no price announcement yet for it, but uh, that is something to to keep in mind for that that bar top unit. Um, and they had a YouTube video about it also showing it. Um, and so basically about half the video was showing Fimble Arcade, and the other half was showing that, you know, yeah, you can do Candy Crush on it. You can do arcade stick games with it. You can do all manner of all manner of stuff. So I okay. just wanted to uh, to make sure that there has been an update. We did check up on it, and obviously we'll give more info uh, about the Arcuda cabinet when it gets closer to that time period, which, That's again, right. they said they're really close. We'll wait. We we'll wait. We can wait a little bit longer. All right. So mm. now that you've had time to to decide, <clears throat> what do you we'll want? Go with uh, real pinball. Real pinball. So the reason why we did not talk last week in a podcast was I was at It Never Drains in Southern California, which was hosted at the Museum of Pinball in Manning. Uh, this is that facility where they have over five hundred machines, and unfortunately, are only able to be open about three times a year due to zoning regulations, which is just which is stupid. mind-bogglingly just dumb on the part of banning. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I was not playing in the tournament. I stepped foot into the tournament side of things. Basically, the warehouse where they normally had all the uh, standard arcade cabinets um, got pushed to the side and curtained off, and they had a whole bunch of pinball machines in there for the tournament. And it was packed. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. it was kind of a zoo in there. Uh, I didn't even want to like get remotely close because I didn't want to get in the way of people that were waiting in line <clears throat> to you know play next. And I really had no clue what to observe. It, it just was one of those things where I was just like, I'm I'm much happier just going over into the other room and playing a whole bunch of pinball machines. That <laughs> sounds like the right approach. That sounds nuts. That being said, on that side. I'm glad I walked over to the tournament side because that was where they had NBA fast break. They had two of them. One was, and they were side by side, basically with somebody advertising the difference between, hey, look at this with incandescent lights and look at this with uh, LEDs. LEDs. And they were tastefully done LEDs mm. <laughs> so that... Not they, clown vomit LEDs. It wasn't clown vomit and it wasn't that hyper bright too, like, yeah. they looked really good side by side. Um so I was able to get my fix of uh, of playing some NBA Fast Break, and they were both playing really nicely. Um, yes, I did play both of them. <laughs> <laughs> of I had to, you know. Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, they also had a Primus pinball over there, so I played a game on oh, that, yeah. which is like, you know, it's just whoa, Nelly, but with Primus, Primus. art and Primus music, which I'll grant you is an improvement. Yeah, but, it's improvement. but it's still yeah. the play field. It's, I mean, you either like Wonelli or you don't. It's the, the El Dorado of Stern's modern lineup. Right. Yeah. Um, and also, speaking of reskins uh, of a sort, they had the Beatles pinball over there. All right. uh, that was not on free play. They were doing a <clears throat> uh, charity tournament with that. Mm -hmm. And I took a look at it and was watching somebody play it and just kind of went, eh. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> I think unless you're really into the Beatles and you've got a lot of spare money lying around, that's not going to really be an attractive pin for you. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, unfortunately, two of the tables that I really wanted to play were also over only on the tournament side. They basically yanked them from the uh, the free play side and to, mm. you know, 
And that's what you'd be walking down the aisles. Also, there'd be a gap where a pinball machine should have been. You realize, oh yeah, that's because it's over at the tournament. Um, yeah. But I really wanted to play dialed in was part of the tournament. Now I've played oh, dialed right. in before. So yeah, I mean, you have. that wasn't like, Oh, I really want to, but those were two tables that I was really like, mm. Oh, I want to get my hands on those. Cause <clears> I haven't <throat> been able to, um, fortunately the other tables that I want to get a, my hands on, uh, Deadpool being the main one, I was able to get a whole bunch of games in on that. Um, mm. all the sterns that they had were the, uh, premium or LE, versions it was none of the pro versions so i finally got to play star wars the way it should be played uh right with the hyperloop yeah yeah and it's so weird i don't i really cannot say why but when i've played the pro version my games have been just super short and i haven't really liked the shot selection Mm. this one my game was much longer and the shots were kind of fun. And I'm like, is it really just the difference of having long habit trails? Or, I don't know. It it, it was weird. Um, I don't know. Still not the greatest table. <laughs> that thing's on the floor at New the World, and I just never bother. I just, yeah. I just don't like the game. It doesn't I, get my dollars. I, I can't wrap my head around uh, what you're supposed to be doing. I it's saw just... a funny thing on, I think it was on Instagram, where they said, it had a picture of uh, Simon Says, you know, the electronic version of Simon Says, and then Star Wars. Okay. If you could play Simon Says, you can work out the bonus modes in Star Wars. <laughs> and I, went, I went, no. No. Well, yes, you can, but, like, I don't really care. So I don't want to play either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other tables that I was really looking forward to and hoping that they had, uh, Total Nuclear Annihilation. I am not a fan of what Spooky has put out. And there was a whole section where basically all the Spooky tables were. Yep. So I also got to play Alice Cooper. I got to play their Domino's Pizza table. Um, yeah. I got to play the Jetsons. Oh, um, I, I wouldn't just, have even bothered <laughs> with the Jetsons, personally. Yeah, you know, it's there. When you I know see it. it again, you got you to gotta try it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I just, I don't know. There's something about what the... The layouts, what the rule sets are, and I, I, Spooky just doesn't grab me at all. Mm. Total Annihilation, I get why people love it. Mm -hmm. It's right, right. very simple layout, and yet it is a butt kicker of a game. Yeah, it feels rock solid. Like everything about it, just you feel the flippers, you feel the motors. The, I mean, every, it just feels. Like it's made of steel, you know. As a, yeah. it's the old argument that people used to make against um, when you would play a Data East table versus playing a Williams table. Yes, it just felt more it, solid. It, exactly, and this yeah. table just everything about it felt solid and just yeah. like I'm here, you know. So I'm here to kill you. <laughs> it was it <laughs> Take was your money, and yet it is such a simple layout. Mm. But I kept on coming back to it. So yeah, it, that's exactly what it does to you. Like he goes, mm -hmm. "Oh, I've just I've only had like a, a one minute game. I need another one minute game. You, I need yeah, another one after that." Yeah, it's it's a really open play field. There's only a couple of areas to shoot. You're like, "Come on, how difficult? I should be able to just dominate on this." And you mm -mm. don't. <laughs> nope. nope, you do not. So it's something, it's something about the, ge the geometry geometry around the slingshots. Yeah, that just makes the thing bizarrely hungry 
Yeah. It's like they've just they've moved a post somewhere and they've moved the position of the slingshots back just a little bit, I think. Mm -hmm. Or elongated the the exit to from the um, return lanes. Yeah. And it's completely changed the way that game plays. I think I think that's the reason why it's so weird. And it's just like the the flippers feel shallower as well. Even though they're using Belly Williams parts underneath yeah. there, they just feel shallower and it's much harder to trap the ball. Um, I also got to play, let's see, I'm looking at my list here. Oh, I got to play Aerosmith, which I'd never played before. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I couldn't hear it one. because there's just too much noise. So I couldn't yeah. hear the table. I really like the toy mech, though. How cool of, is it? Of a ball launching into the toy box or the attic. Awesome. The, the toy box in the attic, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. I hit it once. I went, wait, did I just see what I saw? And then I was like, I got to get that again. And sure enough, I got the log and I'm... They launch it and I see a ball go ping, you fly over the and just make this perfect landing. Nail like, the shot. It's like, I was oh. like ah, that's cool. <laughs> it's a little bit like um, it's like a modern version of um, fast break, isn't it? Where it's where you shoot the hoop and it yeah. just gets it perfectly every yeah. time. It's and very... then I like also how it ejects the balls once you get all three. It it's just basically just pushes it up and they just kind of blah, 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 dribble it's out. It's just a vomit, a vomit of balls. Yeah. Right. Um. Which is funny. Maybe that's a trend with Stern because also on uh, if you get Groot multiball on Guardians of the Galaxy, it vomits balls out. Balls out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was kind of I. I couldn't tell you if I really enjoyed the table or not because, like I said, I couldn't <clears> hear it. But makes it hard with music tables. Eh? It's the same with Iron Maiden. If that table's not cranking loud, it's yeah. sort of it just doesn't really do very much for you. Mm. Well, some people have said that they're that annoyed with the music now with it. Um, oh, okay. That it's like, it's actually a blessing that they don't hear the music anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with the music, it's not really integrated into the game. It's just a soundtrack you play oh. at this stage, unless you're going to code in modes or like, you know, power ups with the music okay. that you select. Um, a little bit like um, ACDC, mm -hmm. but they, they haven't done it. It's just the music. It's like a background. It's like a jukebox. Right. That's all it is. Also got to play Thunderbirds. Now this is uh, my uh, home pin. Homepin okay. is the company that <clears throat> is sharing parts with Arcuda. All right. Yes. I hate the flipper buttons. Oh, you do? I hate them. They're, they're not the same buttons that Stern and Williams and Bally and Data East all used, which are a shallow concave mm -hmm. and it's a wide concave. This mm -hmm. is a much deeper steeper concave to it oh. and it just doesn't feel right like it feels like your fingertips are pointing in rather than using the pad of your, of yeah. your finger um I just, yeah i i was just like and i i questioned <clears throat> when i did go up to farsight in june and play the arcuda cabinet they had i didn't care for the the flipper buttons then either and i mm -hmm. mentioned something to our guy at arcuda about that and he kind of oh what i don't you know didn't seem to really recognize and i was like ah maybe it was just a prototype or whatever but here it is on this home pin cabinet. You know what, you know what and I went, oh, this is what they're using, isn't it? I was just like, oh, it just, it doesn't feel right on my fingers. Um, kind of an interesting pin, though. The, I mean, the, oh. the, the game itself seemed interesting. I did like maybe two games on it and it's kind of like, okay, that's, it was better than the Jetsons. <laughs> well, yes, that, that's, that's not hard to do. But they were both intended to be entry level pinball games you know like yes. games that are, are friendlier to those that are unfamiliar with pin that's right i think the home pin um thunderbirds was modeled off the system 11 style 
okay. um, when really all you had going for it was building up to the multiple okay. and doing some modes. I have not played it myself um, yet. Uh, it was on tour in Australia at one point where they were going city to city, but I wasn't able to get to it. Uh, and that is literally the only other, the only chance I would have had to actually touch it. Okay. Um, the, the funny thing is that there's a, another podcast called Head to Head Pinball, and they do what they call the, you know how there's the twippies? Yeah. Well, they do the twerpies. <laughs> and the twerpies are the worst games, not the best games, but the okay. worst games. And, and Thunderbirds kind of scooped a lot. Wow. Um, like worst theme integration, worst sound, um, worst layout. Like it was everything was just like, no, this is a terrible game. Well, wow. So, yeah. So in in that section of kind of, they're kind of calling it their rare, hard to find section of pins. Mm -hmm. um, they had two that I was really looking forward and like had no clue that I would see them there. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I saw them, I was like, yes. So the first one was Houdini. Oh, right. I've seen the pictures. And I'd read some of the things. I was like, that sounds really cool. And then I got in front of the thing and started playing it. And I don't like it. <laughs> Houdini is one that we've got in a place next to Netherworld. And I never ever go, go there. But yeah. I should go there so I can have a look at it too to see what it's like. It has some of the it ha most narrow thread the needle shots I've ever come across. <laughs> yeah. And and the worst part of it is those are hurry up targets. Oh, really? And it's like, are you kidding me? It is okay. You know, in I think you've played Tales from the Crypt before. Mm -hmm. yeah. Tales from the Crypt has a really narrow shot up on the, the I won't say it's yeah, it's a ramp shot, I believe. That's essentially what Houdini has two of. There are two of these sections. Now, one yeah. of them is a traditional lane to shoot the ball. I can't remember if it's an orbit or an over, but mm -hmm. it's just barely wider than the ball itself. Cool. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I get a hurry up and it's to shoot that. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm never going to hit it in that amount of time. And I tried and tried and tried and I just kept ricocheting all over. It. And then I've got to wait for the ball to get to the proper flipper to be able to do it again. It just was like, no, you're high. And then the other one is the actual <laughs> is like an actual mode start. It's over on the uh, left hand side. And if you got to thread through bumpers, three bumpers to get to this spot to trigger it so like, come like, on <laughs> so it's the most that's in a similar position to what on iron maiden the left ramp is like you gotta sh thread the needle through the um the yeah but isn't that a threading the needle kind of like what whirlwind has yeah which isn't much of a need i mean it's there's space yeah it's still a pretty tight shot i mean this yes. one, I'm, I'm talking this is just unforgiving it's just sure. plain unforgiving um, also, I wouldn't be so so hard on it if it wasn't for the fact that the flippers seem to have no strength. Oh. And I mean, I want that ball to be rocketing to these positions, and it felt more like it was just kind of dribbling, which also threw off my aim for trying to make these really insanely <clears throat> narrow shots. Mm -hmm. um, and then I couldn't get a grip at all on, like, I would start a mode, and I'm expecting to see, you know, shoot for the blinky light kind of thing. And instead, like, it was like, shoot for the milk canister. I'm like, oh, great. And so now I have to examine the table to figure out, okay, What's I see a milk canister toy, but why is this thing over here lit up? 
Oh. <laughs> and I mean, it was just one of those things where I, everything about it just, and I played it probably four different times, trying yeah. to give it another shot, give it another shot, give it another shot. And I just, every single time came away with it, just going, I do nope. not like this. Don't nope. like it. Uh, the other table that I was just like jumped for joy when I saw it was they had uh, Highway Pinball's Alien. Oh, right. Now, talk about a rare one because not many of these got made before they went kaput. No, um, any at all. And of course, Alien, the Aliens is my favorite movie. So I was like, here we go. This will be good. I've never touched a Highway Pinball machine and they had right next to it full throttle. So I got to, t- I got to play both of them. <clears throat> they seem grip wise like a wide body. Mm. Um, but I don't think the layout is. I think it's just wider because they can do that whole swap the play field in and out. Yeah, I think they've got like extra sort of for one of a bit of words, side rail action going on. It, it felt like maybe an extra two inches, two mm. or three inches to the table from what a standard machine was. Yeah. Um that table is made for the dark. You would hate it, Jared. <laughs> we we had this discussion when we were talking about doing um uh, uh strobe multiball with attack from mars mm. this table kills the lights a lot and the thing is is as it kills the lights you'll get uh hudson sitting there going they turned off the lights how to do that man or, you know doing that kind of thing so i mean the That's call outs are purposely there with the intention of you're not supposed to be able to see the ball Right. And it'll put you in that mode for maybe, you know, two or three seconds, just <laughs> long enough for you to probably fumble and you know, lose a ball. <laughs> and then it'll kick on the lights and maybe it'll be all red lights. The lighting on it is really cool. I mean, it plays with the atmosphere of what an alien game should be. Right. Um, I mean, it really does a good job of that. My complaint is... The table's called Alien. It's clearly all based on aliens and really should have just been called Colonial Marines <laughs> because oh, right. it, it essentially amounts to you setting up sentry guns, trying to get to the APC, and aliens coming and swarming. That's it. So me coming from having played Zen's Aliens Alien. table, which in my book is fantastic for storytelling. I mean, they go through every beat of the movie. They really give you that sense of atmosphere and dread. Um, I mean, they just captured the movie to a T this thing just goes for the highlight reel of action, action, action. Um, so there's no story at all. I didn't feel the progression. I just felt like I was just thrown into the middle of a, of a firefight right off the bat. Yeah. Um, it has some kind of weird dead ends and, uh, and there are some odd flipper placements. And the thing is, is that the flippers are dark <laughs> and not lit. So in, on the upper side of the play field. Yeah. So half the time I'd forget as my ball was going by that there was even a flipper there. Oh, right. Okay. Um, that's a problem. That's a, that's a problem. But I did like the... So they do the full video board just like Jersey Jack does. Yes. But they also have that exact same set of information embedded into the play field itself. Yes. So I liked that I didn't have to keep on looking up. I could just look at the center play field where the action was and see exactly the, the information that was being given. The exact same information. A heads up display just for while you're playing, plus yeah. the black glasses there for the people who are watching. 
Yeah. Which is essentially what the back glasses are there for. They're, they're right. designed to attract. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's, well, that's really good. So, it was pretty cool. I, I, uh, and I played full throttle a little bit and kind of messed around with that. Um, they seemed like well built tables and everything. Uh, mm. You know, it's they could. Shame, isn't it? What's it's that? It's a shame that they, they didn't go any further. Yeah. Um, I just think that they could have, like I said, hey, all props go to Zen because I think they just now having played both of them, I can say they're the hands down winner uh, mm. in terms of who captured the movie the best. Um, and I'm sure that if Zen was putting together a real table, they could do a light show just like just like that. Yeah. Just like it. Um, I mean, put it this way if they wanted to emulate that aliens table, they could. And they yeah. could probably do what they need to do on it to bring it up to what they wanted. Like, yeah, it would be easy. Yeah. I also say Colonial Marines because you only ever hear the Marines talk. They didn't get Ripley's voice or likeness <laughs> for the table. Which is a problem. Like, right. You know. And I don't, again, I'm confused as to why it's called Alien when it was clearly Aliens unless there's a software mode that you can pick between the films, but that wasn't available oh, there. Yes, you, can. you can actually select both films. Okay. Um, at the beginning of the game, you can use your flippers to go. Oh, I'll have aliens or alien. That that, okay, was that wasn't plan. that wasn't an option. Uh, for, they, well, that for was us. a plan. Maybe they haven't implemented it. And uh, if they haven't now, they won't. <laughs> correct. That's right. So yes, that was the plan there. Okay, so maybe that's why the there wasn't really. I mean, other than an alien queen who's or not even a queen, it was an alien whose you know, <laughs> jaw jutted out. Yeah. Um, why we didn't see that. Uh, but yeah, that's okay. the reason why. Yeah. Um, I did want to highlight, I played every single one of the, and this is going to kind of shift us over to the digital side of things. Okay. Um, so I've been, obviously Zen has their Williams seven tables that they have currently available to play. Yep. And I've been playing the mobile beta a lot, uh, going through all those. So it made me go, okay, I need to go touch all of these machines just to see how well Zen has done. Yes. I can safely say they've done a knockdown, absolute bonkers, great job. Um, right. I remember when I would, when I did the same thing with playing whatever was in TPA, that it was like, oh yeah, they did a pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was one of those things where it was like, I gave some latitude to Farsight for what they did, yeah. but you know, they captured a lot of stuff. No, Zen has nailed it. They've really nailed it. There's like, for instance, Junkyard, I was concerned that the flipper angles that were coming off on that were somehow too artificial. Uh, that mm -hmm. they weren't. They, there was something wrong to me. I play the real thing. I'll be damned if the same flipper angles didn't plague me. <laughs> so it's the thing. It's, it's it, proper. Flippers. It's a thing. Weird side note. I think somebody installed a really good sound system into Junkyard, the one that they had there, because I don't think Junkyard ever had a rumble motor. But man, that thing was rumbling like crazy. <laughs> Uh, do you reckon it was like like pin sound speakers or something in there? That's what I reckon because it was anytime there was any kind of a bass note, yeah. <laughs> so it was constantly for sure. Yeah, so it was, it was kind of cool. I was like, "Hey, that's pretty neat." Um, makes me go, maybe I should install a speaker into my uh, my micro cab there. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, like a transducer or something like that in there. Yeah, um, I played Black Rose. Uh, Okay, so at 
this, this museum, they have overhead lighting, but they basically block the lighting. So it only shoots out the side. So it's kind of a, a very ambient. But so over the, when, yeah. yeah, it's very diffuse. And that's only down the center of the aisle. The lights that are are uh, directly over the, the pinball are virtually dark. So when yeah. you're looking at the table, the only illumination is coming from the pinball machine itself for the most part. So, so I'm playing... The, the, the lighting in the building is more like general illumination only. <laughs> exactly. It's so you can walk around and not bump into people, but it's dark. Yes. Um, <laughs> black Rose, not only does it have black flippers, they had black rubber on it. Oh, geez. It was so hard <laughs> to see the flippers. <laughs> and when the ball was coming down, it was it was just like, wow, that's brutal. I Where, mean, <laughs> Where is it? You know, if they had have done the original intent with Black Rose using the black pinballs, game over. That would have been nice. The other thing was <laughs> hitting the broadside was so difficult because the cannon, you know, it's a little piece of plastic that's on a disc that basically moved, yeah. was slightly off level. So whenever oh. you'd hit the flipper, it would make the ball do a hop. Oh, no. It had the lip. It had a lip. And yeah. that, oh, my gosh, talk about just ruining a game. Yeah. Uh, so on that, I was like, hey, this I like, I prefer playing this in Zen then because it actually <laughs> works. It actually, you don't have to worry about that particular thing. But um, it's so easy to fix too, eh? Like the, it's just got a little screw adjuster underneath that allows you to level that whole thing off. Yeah, I don't know. But if you get any part of that plastic warped ever so slightly, it's a big piece of plastic. Yeah, it's a piece of plastic. Yeah. So because it's uh, right in the middle of the play field there. And I found that I found Medieval Madness to actually be the one that they had on site there to be easier than what Zen has modeled. So there you go. Right. Um, but it was it was fun playing all those. Uh, I did play Attack from Mars, and I did get uh, Strobe Multiball, and it was glorious in all of its darkness. All so, its darkness and epilepsy-inducing joy. Yes. I did find, and this was kind of curious, there's a bunch of tables that look hideous in the dark. Yeah when they're that they need full light because, and, and they're typically stern tables. Mm. Um, and it's not the newest of the sterns. It's that, well, like for instance, Avengers and that era where they were basically running out of money. Yeah. Um, four and all those CSI and those. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I played CSI, never played it. I don't know why that was a fun game to play. I played a bunch of that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I was having a good time. I think it was, again, the rules were simple enough. The shots were interesting enough. I don't care for the theming, but I was, I was having a good time on that. Um, and then my, my two crowning of moments. So the first one I was coming to the end of the day, I spent 10 hours playing pinball guys. My wow. forearms were throbbing. Um, yeah. So I went back over to the stern aisle and I was like, all right, what the heck? I'll play Ghostbusters. I started up my game of Ghostbusters just as two guys next to me had also just started up theirs and they were doing, you know, two player. And so I kind of made it a competition that they didn't know they were in. And I started just walloping on the table, just, mm. just doing a bang up job, hitting super jackpots, everything. And in the end, they were all happy with their 30-some million score, and I'd scored 100 and, I don't know, 150-plus million Jeez. or whatever, enough that I was able to enter in my name as they were 
<laughs> getting ready to walk away from there to like, hey, I win. Um, and I didn't get to enter my name in a lot of tables uh, while that I, I think I only had four tables while I got to enter my name in. Um, and most of those were for high score of the day. Yeah, daily high scores. Yeah. Daily high score. So then I was getting, I was debating, you know, how much more I was going to play or whatever. And I was like, well, before you walk away, let's go play. And I did this a couple of times. Uh, let's go play some more roller games. So mm -hmm. I went and I played roller games and I had the match that was just perfect. Hitting everything, doing just a bang up everything that I wanted. I was able to hit, um, mm -hmm. walked away from that with grand champion of the, <laughs> on the machine of only right. really 12 million, a little bit over 12 million. But it wasn't That's no daily high score. score. That was no, Green Champion. Grand so Champ. I was two replays. That, Thank you for coming. Yeah, at that I just yeah. went. That's the show, folks. I'm walking away. I got to leave on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that is a good way to end the show. Ten hours worth of pinball. You just imagine, like, if you like, you go to the Death by Pinball at Netherworld, which runs for 24 hours. Yeah. And just imagine your body after that. It would be broken so badly. Yeah, so I I think I wound up playing seventy eight different machines. Um, you counted them. I every single time I played a machine, I entered it in. That being said, I got home. I started thinking about it. There was about ten machines that I hadn't counted, so there might be a few more that I'm still unsure of that I played. But yeah. at minimum, I played seventy eight different machines. Um, many of them I played multiple times. Wow. Uh, yeah, some it was one game was enough. Machines. Yeah. So. And and even that being said, I think I only played two EMs. Only two. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, which, there's so much I was walking, walking away from. You you just see it and you're like, oh, but no, yeah, no, I got to go play this instead. You know, I mean, you just leave a ball hanging, basically. No, I didn't want to do that. I did that the very first time I went there. I would leave balls hanging all the time, and I was like, no, just play because I was trying to see how many I could hit. And this yeah. time I was just like, no, you're there for enjoyment. In, you know. Play it like you like you want to win it, mm. and you know, see what you can do. Yeah, fair enough. So, um, yeah, it was you know, and I tried to touch a couple of things that I've never touched before. Like I played Popeye; it's horrible. Mm -hmm. um, for some unknown reason, I played once again Bugs Bunny's Birthday Bash. I think I was waiting for the table next to me to open up, and yeah. so I was like, oh, well, "I'm standing here." Oh god, that's such a hideous table. Um, <laughs> you know, I played Stern's version of Indiana Jones. Why? <laughs> um, Mm, I don't know. I've never played it. I'm not really desiring to. Yeah, you know. Uh, so we've got five minutes left. We do got five minutes before, left before I ha I have to go and like feed oh, you have one to skip battle and do work because it's Monday. So what's left? What's the remainders? Well, what is remainder? What I was going to talk about is, and we can only we don't need to go really hardcore into this because I can just kind of skirt over it. But mm. with a Zen, I want to talk a little bit about their mobile uh, pinball. So like I said, I've been mm -hmm. testing out their uh, Williams Pinball and they made an announcement uh, regarding pre-ordering or pre-reserving. I don't know what it is for Google Arcade. Yes, they did. Uh, they've basically got, you can register to, well, to pre-order the game, not really pre-order it because it's free to download, but yeah. um, you will get notified when it's released. So you can go and do that now on Google Play. It's right. um I thought, oh, okay, this is going to be one of those classic. Uh, it's going to be you're able to whitelist or prelist it in America and not Australia, but no, you can do it in Australia as well. So there you go. It's worldwide. So because I was playing that, and I, I downloaded the Aliens pack 
mm-hmm. which is free to play. But I never yeah. got around to really playing it because that was back when I had my old phone, which was too small to play pinball on. Mm. And I hadn't really... Somebody mentioned that, oh, they have Bethesda pinball. And I was like, oh, really? So I downloaded that because that's also free to play. And I realized that basically Williams Pinball, in terms of how you play it for free, is an amalgamation of both of those. Oh, okay. So with, with Aliens, it's you get one table that you get to start with, and you got to open up, you know, you got to meet certain goals, open up three eggs, that opens up then the next table. You always have to watch an ad before being able to play a game, but you get to play the full game. That's good. Um, and the ads are honestly, as soon as it starts, you just close the app and you open the app back up and you've now skipped the commercial and you can go straight into playing. So it's classic. Yeah. You can, you can skip the ads really easily. Um, and then once you've earned all three, you know, tables, you know, they're open up and you don't have to hit those little goals or whatever, but it's for free. You can just do whatever. And you still can purchase the tables outright if you don't want to deal with the ads. But anyway, that was that Bethesda. You start with one table and you have to play basically challenge mode, which is, you know, like, uh, or matchup mode, which I don't like Mm. because you're only a limited amount of time and it takes forever to, to advance at all. And you're only allowed three matchups per day and you have to play, I think 30 matchups in order to unlock the next table. So it was kind of a a slog to get Mm, through yeah, it's a bit not nice. To get there. Um, and if you want to play single player by yourself a full game, then you got to use your coins that you've earned uh, to do that. So it feels a little more paywally. Mm. Um, but again, you can outright purchase these. It's not like yeah, you right. have to do this. Is I'm doing this from the perspective of, hey, I want to play these games for free and not, not yeah, yeah. play for it. Also, yeah. Bethesda? Floaty. Weird. Oh, really? It's oh, different floaty. to what it is in Zen? Like in FX3? Completely different. Like the Aliens table plays like how the Bally tables or the Bally oh, Williams okay. tables are playing. Bethesda, it's it feels like it's how TPA plays. Very oh, odd. Weird. Um, So the Williams collection, you have what are called daily challenges. Mm-hmm. And the daily challenges are more... So it's not the matchup mode. It's what those... It's the one ball, five minute, and survival challenge. Yeah, which are fun. Which are fun, and you get three tables to choose between. One table doesn't cost you anything to to be able to play. Another table is watch a video in order to play, and the third table is you got to they have these Z coins, which anybody that's played skills knows Mm. what those are. Um, You play with those, Mm -hmm. and once when you play a game, and if you meet your goal, you though they're broken down into five. First, you got to do five goals, then you got to do 10 goals, then you got to do 15 goals, which is the max. But each time you do one of those accomplishments, then you open up a, a box of like five tickets. You select a ticket, it flips over, and you'll either get a table part for a specific machine, or you'll get flipper or you know, custom flippers, custom balls, custom ball trails. Yeah, right, right. You collect those. You When you start, you get to select one table that that becomes free to play table. Mm-hmm. You want to unlock the other set uh, six? You got to collect these table parts. You only have to collect enough to earn two stars worth to open up the tables. But if you want to use all the other advancements, like the you know the enhanced graphics and everything else like that, you got to max out the table with a four star. That right. takes a long time because you only earn it by doing these daily challenges. Right. But that's why I say it's an amalgamation between Bethesda and Aliens Pinball. 
because the paywall doesn't seem so there, yeah. but you're still having to slowly unlock these things. It's more um, like an achievement wall rather than paywall. Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. So I, I think they've done a rather good job of that, and I'm not a fan of matchup mode anyway, so I'm glad they went to the challenge mode instead. And then, obviously, they have... You can push a button and, boom, kicks you over into skills, and then you can play uh, multiball, or not multiball, multiplayer that way. You know what I think? I think what Sin's been doing with these like standalone releases is paving the way for FX3. They know are. that it's been in development for a while. So they've been experimenting with these standalone versions, different ways of monetizing them. Yeah. And not telling anyone that that's what they're doing, but <laughs> that's kind of exactly what they were doing. They're running little experiments on their, on their tables. Yeah. You know. So I, I, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting though, how it's um, coming around. And like I said, I think that, they're kind of reaching their apex of of what they want to do with mobile with mm. this. So I'm excited for when everybody else gets to uh, get their hands on it. Yeah, bring it on. I've got a nice Pixel XL3 that's waiting for the build whenever it comes out. So I'm happy. Um. Okay, so yeah, we're going to let Jared go to work. Yeah, time to go to work. <laughs> time to feed a child, go to work, and uh, yeah. And then I'll edit this thing sometime. Sometime. Uh, hey, folks. Why don't you support the show? Why don't you go ahead, get yourself over to redbubble.com, do a search for a blockade, and you can buy a t-shirt. I did have one individual spot me at there and go, blue t-shirt, blockade. Hey, you're the blockade guy. Hey, it <laughs> worked. Like, it worked. So I talked to him for a little bit, and so that was cool. Um, I was lucky because I only just released the podcast the day before you were there. <laughs> he, he literally listened to it on his way to the show. Aha. Uh -huh, and so that's go. okay. Yeah. Oh, very good. Um, so, uh, yeah, show your support. Get a T-shirt. They're not expensive. We made sure of that. Um, why don't you head on over to blockadepinball.com slash episodes, and there you can read all about all the goodness. Jared likes to throw in all sorts of links and uh, such pictures. No doubt he'll have a field day again. Maybe. Depends on how much time he has. But, you know. And beyond that... Search us out on the Twitters, Blockade, and we will talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. See you later. WizardAmusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blarcade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.